Hi there, this is Sherry Lee Myers. Welcome to How to Connect with Angels. We believe that no matter what, every person has the unconditional love and help of angels, our messengers from God. But we have to be willing to believe and we have to be willing to ask. That's what our film, The Glitch, that we are shooting here in New Orleans is all about with the help of some amazing music and talent. If you're curious, visit us at theglitchmovie.com and take a look. But now, right now, let's talk to someone who's devoted to helping us make a divine connection. Vanessa DeRover started reading poems in elementary school and was 13 when she purchased her first tarot deck. She has dedicated her life to exploring and learning different forms of spirituality shamanism, rainbow reiki, archangels, santeria, sansi, great white brotherhood of light, astral travel, spiritualism, and mediumship. Vanessa now lives and works out of New Orleans with special events in New York City and Miami. Readings by Vanessa offers phone consultations in English and in Spanish. For people visiting New Orleans, Vanessa offers in-person readings on her balcony in the Lower Garden District. It's a beautiful Sunday, rainy afternoon in New Orleans, and I am about to interview Vanessa DeRover, who lives literally in my neighborhood in New Orleans. Good morning, Vanessa. <laughs> Good morning. I'm like smiling. <laughs> I am too. I just feel it's one of the great presents of having this podcast is to be able to discover you who lives oh. literally down the street and you're so hooked up with the angels. And that's what we're all about. And I just, it's just such perfect wonderful. timing. I thank you. Thank you. Yay. I'm so excited. It's wonderful. Hey, listen, honey, I'm not going to waste any time here. We are going to jump in and I'm going to ask you to just present to our listeners exactly your name and all the services that you bring and all the gifts that you bring to us. Okay, wonderful. Um, let's see, where to start? Well, my name is Vanessa. I was born and raised in New York City. Mm-hmm. I grew up in New York and I lived most of my life there. Um, it was a very hard city to be spiritual in. But that's who I was. I was obsessed with spirituality, even though growing up in the, being a child in the eighties, growing up in the nineties, I was taught to, you know, have a job, you know, a career, focus on this. There was no option to be a psychic, be an intuitive, be a healer. That wasn't, that wasn't even a career path on. Vanessa, did you have experiences with spirit or with the the divine with the angels when you were a child i started reading palms when i was in elementary school i was a very young girl i was very very young um i i was always in growing up conversations i felt like a like an adult trap in a child's body so i was always just listening and observing and i was a quiet little girl just with these big eyes just like sucking it all in and I had a aunt, which I always tell the story, uh, had gone to Spain and she had had her palm read and she just kind of explained what the lines meant or presented. And I just knew, uh, I just knew how to do it. Uh, with the palm, I am self-taught. 
I've looked at books sometimes and they're completely off and wrong for me. Oh, wow. uh, to me, the, the palm is, is a map of your personality. Mm-hmm. It talks a little about your family line. One hand is your, your father line. One line is your mother line. So it talks about ancestors, guides, but it's really just a simple map. It's nothing, um, mind shattering. It's almost like a natal chart to be, ex- to uh-huh. be exact. Uh-huh. And it does shift and grow with you. Mm-hmm. And then my my obsession was always with me. I was constantly in in anything that was uh, different. When I was thirteen, I bought my first tarot deck. Oh. Um, as I grew older in New York City, I'd go to meditation classes. I did Wicca. I worked with uh, you know botanicas that had uh, sansi and spiritualism and uh, santeria. You know, I mm. I received fundamentals. I was raised Catholic. But I knew there was something off, and I believed, you know, in a higher, in God, universe, spirit. I believed in in Jesus and Mary, and I had a connection to them. And then I had an Afro-Caribbean connection to them through growing up in the Hamilton Heights in New York. So I was right, mm-hmm. right in the beginning of Washington Heights. So I had all the Puerto Rican, Cuban, Dominican energies. I had the botanicas. I had uh, this 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 sazon really that uh, fed this hunger that I had mm. for more. And mm. as I grew in New York City, there was shamanic circles and Wicca classes. Oh. And I worked at Wicca stores. Oh. And that's when I started reading. I was a young woman in New York City. The last the couple of years that there were even Wicca stores open, there's one left um, in New York, but there were many before. Mm-hmm. And um, I worked in two of them. Uh, they were my starting of the shift of me realizing I didn't have to work on a normal job. You know, like I didn't have to be a receptionist or secretary, an executive assistant or a program director or, or all these things that I tried to be that I was told I was supposed to be. Because and, you because your skills or because your confidence in your ability to connect and to really um, give something that was valuable and unique yes. to you. Uh, obviously, it grew. that's it what grew. happened. I it kept grew. fighting. Yes, and eventually, I had to let go of the other world, and I went um, before 2012. Around 2007, mm. I really received an initiation where I started astral traveling. My connection with the angels shifted a bit. Can you t- I grew up? Tell me more uh, about the initiation, please. Um, as I grew up. I grew up in, you know, with the angels in, in church and the Catholic. Uh, mm-hmm. I even went to St. Michael Academy for a small period, which is just so funny because he was one of my first guardian angels in a mm-hmm. sense. Um, through spiritualism and the Hispanic community and the Catholic community, they would um, celebrate uh, Candlemas, which is St. Michael's birthday. Uh, I, the, he was always in my life. And for many years, I had no clue. You know, it was just there. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand. And then as I, I finally made that final shift of, of releasing the last like great job that I hated <laughs> that people would have died to have, um, I finally decided to really go into my healing. I had already been initiated in Reiki and I learned to basically I got downloaded how to do auric surgery, how to remove cords. Uh, at the time, we had The Secret coming out. We had Doreen Virtue. We had Louise Hay. Yeah. We had Abraham Hicks. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of that exploded for me. And I finally was like, no, I'm not going to pretend to be someone I'm not. And that took a while. That took about a three-year process, which, trust me, was not easy. The astral traveling yes. um, 
went back to giving me a sense of courage that I didn't have. Having, yes. I would call in Archangel Michael. I, uh, I had the freedom with my imagination to be anything. Like nothing, I was unstoppable. And it, it gave me um, an outlet to feeling of feelings of frustration, feelings of anger, feelings of put in a box, being put in the corner, being unrecognized. Yes. It finally had an outlet for me. So that's where I feel like I went as far away as I could as I possibly could until I realized that I had gone as far as I could and as much fighting and uh, willpower that there is, it, it was an, it, it's an infinite. It's like an infinite battle that doesn't end. And I remember coming kind of back into my body, back into myself and realizing that I wanted a shift, that I wanted to change. And at the time, I I got the insight that I had to go inward now. Yeah. It was my time to go inside, to stop running away from myself and realize, like the Bhagavad Gita, like Arjuna, that the war is really the war inside of us. And then the true healing starts, which is the healing of, of our traumas from childhood. We all have them. Yes. We all have something. We've all working out in them. And now this, in this time, when we are living a more fifth dimensional world, those activations and initiations are coming stronger. Bringing the healing, the angelic healing, what is the difference that that makes with our trauma? Well, the angels, to describe them, there's so many ways to go into them from like a religious point of view, from a spiritual point of view, from an astral point of view, like you can look at them in every way, but they really are here as divine messengers, as divine beings, bridging us to uh, our creator, to the universe, to bliss, to happiness, working with the laws, law of attraction, law of energy, um, law of free will, working with all, all the universes, to elevate, to bring us to what we call heaven on earth, what yeah. we call living high dimensional, living our bliss, living joyful, uh, shifting, not just um, the whole world shifting. But again, we have to start by going inward. Mm -hmm. When we are outside fighting, be it someone on TV or be, be it an, uh, something that's distracting us, that's, again, going inward helps more the whole masses working within ourselves, working with our community, realizing our passions, realizing who we are. And that's where the angels come in. I want now, to talk about the Reiki. Now what Reiki does when you receive a Reiki session, you're getting divine light energy uh, kind of poured into you. And it's a beautiful feeling. It's a beautiful charge or recharge. When you receive a Reiki initiation, it allows you like an antenna to connect to, let's say, um, uh, the Wi-Fi or the internet or the electricity that's already running in the universe and flow through us, through our hands and our body to others or ourselves or really distantly. It's kind of many, there's many ways of using it. Um, and that way we're not using our own physical energy because we're all healers. We all are, are, have people we love. We all are mothers. We're all fathers. We're all brothers and sisters and we have friendships. And when someone's hurt, we naturally mm -hmm. focus love and healing. But what this does is we're depleting our own energy because we don't know how to connect to that. 
antenna mm-hmm. to that beam. Mm-hmm. And what a Reiki initiation does is it create teaches you how to work with the energy, but it also gives you that attunement. And over the years, um, I received different healing attunements. I was initiated into the Great White Brotherhood of Light. Um, I was initiated into Reiki 1 and then Reiki 2. Then I did Reiki Master, which is a third part, and then Master Teacher. Um, and from there, I'll go into it in a minute. When I came into New Orleans, I got initiated into a different part of the angel classes. Mm-hmm. So it was, but Reiki was the beginning. And I do tell a lot of people, when you're ready, when you really want to move forward, when you really are ready to take your healing into your you, your responsibility, you know, we cannot use healers as spas. You know, we cannot go once a month to a healer. Oh, and have I love a, you that know, you said that. And take up all our junk of all the work and all the karma we're not dealing with. And that is the biggest problem. And I have had times with clients that I love them, but if I don't see them growing, it's it's they have to grow they have to be able willing to do the work and that is the hardest part of spirituality because <sighs> it, it's not yeah. going to give you riches it's it can't even give you health it can't give you anything but it can give you the clarity to know that you're the creator of your life and that it's up to you and that everything in front of you you've created either by default uh by sponging what is around you and by not focusing what you actually want to create, what is your true passion and path in this life? For that sure. could be cooking, that could be cars, that could be tires, that could be angels, that could be anything. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to quit your job like mm-hmm. I did. That mm-hmm. wasn't my path. Some people may be happy. There's angels everywhere. You can spread light everywhere. I always start with people. I tell them, start with a reading. Mm-hmm. At least working with me, I have to, because when I do my readings, uh, it has different mediums. First, we do start with a meditation. It's yeah. a couple minutes, but there I'm able to check the person, clean them up, remove cords, uh, put family clearings, karma clearings. Um, and this isn't even me. This is me really giving the permission to the angels to do what they do best. Um, and so it allows me to allow the person to finally be clear of all those blocks and then give them the information that's more, I can't even call it third dimensional, but more what I call interdimensional map quest, which is where you're at now. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Where you're at now, where you're heading and what you need to know. And that gives us a view of the next six months or so because our future is subjective. You can see big keys and kind of big pathways of what destiny is, but you can only see so far um, in the future um, because everything's changing constantly. And as much as we're growing internally, and hopefully we are, then the world will continue growing. But we cannot be focused outside of us anymore. We really have to bring the focus inside. And going back to the angels, yeah, the one rule or the one thing for them is we have to ask for help. We have to communicate with them. We have to talk to them. We have to invite them into our homes, into our lives, I, in the beginning, uh, reading Doreen Virtue, she said, uh, have them move in with you. And I remember sitting there and saying, Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, Archangel Raphael, Archangel Uriel, please move in with me. Please live with me. Please help me. Please guide me. Please guide me when I'm being stubborn. Please guide me when I can't hear you. Please show me the signs. Give me the inspiration. Um, and that, that, that's just simple enough from picking up an angel book, from uh, Googling, from researching. Everything's available to us now. 
-hmm. have Google, we have, um, uh, the libraries, we have, we have vast information, mm -hmm. uh, resources, uh, to even get also, uh, resources for free. Let's talk about your life changing experience with Louise Hay. Um, I was in New York City. Yeah. I, um, I can't remember how old I was, but this was a long time ago. This was right before I started, um, my, my astral work. I was in a very sad place. Um, at, living in New York City is very expensive. So most of us, either you lived with family, you lived with roommates, you live with someone. Oh, so yeah. at the time, uh huh. No, please. I understand. I was lived in New York for years. So go ahead. Yeah. So you always live with someone. Yeah. So I lived with my family and I was definitely feeling, um, I can't say I was, I, I was depressed. I wasn't suicidal. I wasn't going to kill myself, but I felt like I had lost the will. Like I didn't know what to do, what I wanted to be. Like I had, I was so confused. And uh, I was broke. I think I was no money. There was just like, what do I do? And the library. I found out they had an online uh, library uh, that you could go and download uh, movies and audiobooks. Mm -hmm. And I, Louise Hay had given full permission for her audiobooks to be used, downloaded, copied, anything you wanted. Aww. I thought it was so beautiful. Oh, wow. And because of that, I had an old computer. I burned the CDs at the time and I listened to Louis Tay for weeks. And she changed my life. She told me about affirmations. She told me to look in the mirror in my eye. She said to say, I love and approve of myself. I love you. I couldn't even say it in the beginning. I, I didn't even know how. I didn't even know how to start. And, and that was me taking a time to heal myself and I did the affirmations and I did the work. And as I, she lifted me out of that fog that I was in, mm. then that's where, um, kind of I started working again. And then that led me eventually to the astral traveling, to the healing, to the surgeries, to finding my own power as a woman, as a healer, as, as not being timid or quiet and, and just being able to speak, no, this is what you have. This is, we need to remove this. Just knowing, knowing and not knowing how I knew. I yeah. just knew a, a clear audience where you just kind of know. And, and Doreen Virtue explained that. So Louise Hay opened my, my, my mind to Abraham Hicks, mm -hmm. which is a law of attraction. Mm -hmm. And then Doreen Virtue had come out too. So now I had everything, everything I needed as fundamentals. And I always tell people, go listen to Louise Hay, go listen to You Can Hear Your Life. There's so many things on YouTube. I think the whole audiobook's on YouTube. Mm -hmm. She's definitely one. And then I always tell people to learn about Abraham Hicks, The Law of Attraction. Law of Attraction, sure. Absolutely. Because that's, that's, it teaches us our emotions. It's teaching us how to talk to ourselves. Um, and it teaches us our criminal mind in a way, our ego. Um, a Navajo elder, which is one of my teachers, uh, Patricia Ann, She's, uh, one of the elders in Patricia Ann Davis. She's one of the elders in the Navajo, uh, tribe. And she taught me that we had to, um, to realize that we have a criminal mind and that criminal minds are ego. And that mind is lying to us. It's telling us to be fearful, to be scared that they're out to get us because it doesn't know where it comes from. It's our personality. It's who we are. At the same time, it's just a part of who we are. 
We have a higher self. We have mm-hmm. our inner children. Mm-hmm. We have other aspects of ourselves. But that criminal mind doesn't know where it comes from. Mm-hmm. So the Buddhist belief of asking ourselves, who am I? Who's experiencing this? Where is this coming from? In any moment, a moment of, of hard emotion, a moment of happiness, a moment of uh, nothingness. If, if we have that self-inquiry, we can shut that criminal mind down. And not in a bad way, in a loving way. Mm-hmm. Because at first the criminal mind's gonna say, you know, I am, I am, you'll say your name, you know, I am Vanessa, mm-hmm. you know, I am goddess, mm-hmm. I am God, I am love. It'll find any answer, but it's mm-hmm. not the answer. So the whole point is to keep the question. And as you do, eventually that part of you can't answer you. So it becomes quiet. And as it becomes quiet, higher self can come through. Mm-hmm. Now, higher self doesn't use words. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling. It's a feeling of, of peace, of bliss, of joy, of stillness. Mm-hmm. And then that's where that knowing comes in. Mm-hmm. And then that, that's a relationship. That's a lifetime. I mean, the last I to be removed is, is the I of the, of the ego of the criminal mind. So that is, it's not an easy path. But I will tell you, it's the clearest because stopping the chatter mind, stopping that part of us, or at least catching it in a lie. Next time you're afraid of something, I tell people, ask yourself, is this happening in this moment? You know, you're you're behind the rent. Oh, my God, they're going to kick me out. They're going to evict me. Are you being evicted in this moment? Is there an eviction letter? Is there a marshal? Is there, are there cops outside? Are you being forced to gather your things? No. Okay. Then that's not true right now. So now you can bring your vibration up to create the the abundance, the manifestation, the miracle. The miracle. The solution. Yeah. The solution. Yes, the solution. The solution. Which is always there. I just wanted to acknowledge that I just feel such um such a depth with your words and with your experience. It feels so mm, grounded oh, in here. You. And the shamanistic and all of the Oh man, I just can't wait to meet you. <laughs> yes, yes, I do shamanic circles. I, I do you think do. that's one of the ways oh, to, to, I like to teach people. Cause again, uh, once I, you get, I get you there and bring you back out, you know how to do it. So I learned, you know, I learned and now I teach. Um, and I feel like I had to go through the experiences I went through because now when I'm talking to someone, I have a huge encyclopedia already inside me. Yeah. And if I don't know all of it, I can at least guide you in the right direction. Because there's people that have spirit guides, all kinds. There's different ones that we don't even know about. You know, there's commissions from past lives. There's ancestors. There's so many things that are sometimes there mm-hmm. that are a mystery, but are true. And that is also why there's such a battle, I think, with people and, and religion and the idea of God and and who is right and who is wrong is it the angels is it you know is it buddha is it uh is it krishna is it different deities and it's all of it and it's all of it and it's infinite and it's unique to each person each person has an omnipresent has a higher self has a divinity has guardian angels has past lives has teams tons of spirit guys may have even armies with them mm-hmm. that walk with them always mm-hmm. and they're creating what is best for that soul what is the best unfoldment for that expansion mm-hmm. so everyone has their own personal unique source mm-hmm. and it, it can dance with others in love and light 
or it can get stuck in resistance. But we need to stop fighting about whose version of it is correct and realize that it's infinite, that it's, that we all have different lineages, that, that what needs to be, be important is love, is harmony, is brotherhood, is sisterhood, is understanding and, and the and, oneness. Yes, the oneness, you know. Mm-hmm. So the duality in life gives us that free will, gives us that choice. And that's where we do have to ask for help. We do have to tell angels, please help me. And we have to explain to them what's wrong. Because we, they don't know. They don't live on earth. They're not our friend talking to us and listening to us. They're aware, but they don't understand like we do. Mm-hmm. Because they come from bliss. They come from from vibrations we only get to feel a tiny amount of. So we do have to explain what we want. And we also have to surrender uh, that is for our best because we cannot be attached to what is hurting us, what is destructive, what is not helping us grow and think that the angels are going to help us keep there, you know. The angels help us to release. Yes. Please, let's talk a little about that. Yes, the angels, um, they are synchronistic. I believe they, they, there's many different ones. You know, we have our guardian angels that are connected more to this level, to, to our dimension, to our plane. Then we have archangels that also are, are helping humanity. And now we have also connections of, in this time, we are getting connections from seraphim and cherubim angels that honestly, those are the first sort of the angels. So they are the farthest away from us. So this is the first time really that we know of kind of in a planetary history that the highest angels are being able to guide us. Archangel Metatron and Sandalphon right now are seraphim angels that are helping people with the ascension. Um, if you know nothing about angels, start with Doreen Virtue. Doreen Virtue, I feel, is like a great opening to the angels. You yes. know, it's sometimes we could think it's a little fluffy or light, but we have to start somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and then as we go deeper, it, it does become a personal relationship. But uh, um, the Ascension book, the Archangel Ascension book is amazing. That is really what's going on now, like yeah. Yeah. to the point. Uh-huh. The Diamond Dragons, I've been, I had been working with them already when I opened that that. Uh, chapter to the dragons it blew my mind uh, I had um, as a shamanic um, doing shamanic meditations for years I had a spirit guide that I never told anyone because I thought I was making it up and it was a uh, alicorn which was a pegasus and a unicorn in one <gasps> and wow. I just thought I was making it up until one day I was doing a partner um, share shaman meditation and the person saw it for me my partner saw it mm. and I was like oh my god it's for real and then when I opened up Diana's book and she talked about how the unicorns and how the horses and how the alicorns and the pegasus are actually helping us oh. uh, connect to these new energies I was like oh my god I really am not crazy like I really all these weird things I've been seeing for decades and now, like, little by little are connecting the dots and making me realize that I'm not mad, you know. And mm-hmm. My Little Pony is teaching something to yes. people, to their children, yes. opening these these vibrations of love. One of the reasons people don't really understand why there's all this new new energy on the earth is because it's not the beginning. This has been four generations in. We started in the 60s with the light workers. Mm-hmm. Then in the 70s, 80s, we got the indigo children, which mm-hmm. uh, I would be an indigo. You know, we had to go through rough karma as a young adult, as a young children. Why? Because we were here to 
to be the way showers, to be the light bringers, to be at this time in the world, uh, helping others discover their ways. I didn't know it at the time, of course. After the indigos, we have the crystal children, which came in the 90s, which we could see even in New Orleans. If we think of gutter punks, those are crystal children. Uh. They are finding ways to remove society's imprisonment of them and find freedom. Mm. It may not be conventional. It may seem insane to us, but it's not. It's actually supposed to be happening. Because how are we going to go from this commercial world we live into now to a free uh, utopia? We can't, but they can. They've already been doing it. Mm -hmm. And after 2012, uh, the incarnation of what we consider the rainbow children have started to come into the world, Mm -hmm. which means that a lot of the crystal children are are having the rainbow children. Mm -hmm. And the rainbow children are the promised 13 tribes that are coming into the world to bring a new way of life. So the old traditions are being merged with new traditions to Mm -hmm. be elevated. And for some, that's hard. You know, because some people have their roots and their religion and their spirituality and, and keeping it the same for, for centuries. But if we think of that, where it started, it started from a place of pain. So we need to take that pain and transmute it with the new energies, the new channeling, the new that is being allowed. We weren't even living in a world where we could channel, where I could offer psychic readings, where I could say I work with angels and not be put in a madhouse. We finally have a freedom. So this is where this new world is coming in. Mm-hmm. And as long as we keep doing our work internally in our lives and our, with our families, with our love, uh, with our partners, with our communities, then we can see those changes in the world. Mm-hmm. But we need to, to really stop looking outside ourselves yep. and go inward. Go inward. Go inward. Yeah. On Yelp, it's readings by Vanessa New Orleans, because otherwise we're not going to get to you. It's reading by, yeah, readings it's by, by Vanessa, Vanessa New Orleans, New Orleans. is where yes, we I can know. reach you uh, and read the Yelp. Um, anyone going coming to New Orleans and wants to book in advance, please, readings by Vanessa New Orleans or Tarot by Vanessa is your website, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Great. So, yes. Because um, the appointments, I, appointments are needed. I, I rarely yeah. take walk-ins. Yeah. Uh, and I do do phone readings. So oh. uh, phone readings are always easier to book. And then if you're heading to New Orleans and want a reading, then yes, let me know ahead of time. Um, I read off my beautiful balcony in the lower garden. So it does depend on weather. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> That's the one thing. And I also do do offer events and and concierge services uh, when that is needed. And of course, phone readings also work marvelously. Um, They're the same connection because through the angels and the higher self, I'm just translating. So uh, some people think they have to be in front of me. It's like, no, no, it works the same. (laughs) Yeah, sure it does. Because Mm -hmm. even if you're in front of them, it's the, works the same. It's the same. Yes, yes. Cause I'm doing the same process. I'm still connecting uh-huh. to this higher self. I'm bringing in their higher self. It's basically the same, you know. Oh, uh, that's so great. Thank you, Vanessa. Is there anything that you want to take a second, take a pause and, or blurt out that you just feel like you really want to bring to this conversation before we sign off? Um, as I was talking about the angels before, um, yeah. 
it is important to learn with them. I am going to be doing um, teachings of initiations. I call them mystery school initiations mm -hmm. to help you really connect with the angels and find out the mysteries with them. Right now I'm working with Shanti Yoga Shala on Magazine Street, and I will have dates coming up, I believe, for July. Oh, so if you check out my website or my Tumblr, um, that will be coming. And those are also wonderful initiations that really um, kind of take you to the next level. Because everything that I do, I also teach others to do it for themselves. Mm -hmm. So remember that. And most uh, true teachers should be teaching how to do it themselves, too. Mm -hmm. So that is important. And I am excited to be working with uh, Shanti Yoga Shala. I love them. They're beautiful. It's a beautiful space. I've been mm -hmm. to class there. It's just so beautiful. Thank you so much for offering these in July. So we'll be watching. Yes. Actually, we'll try to time it so that by the time you've got the date, we're up promoting you. Yes, perfect. So, Wonderful. Okay, we'll that do that. That's amazing. Sure. Okay. All right, my darling. Have a great rest of your Sunday. You too. Uh, but wait, before we hang up, um, uh, can we do just like a, we don't have to add it, but I just want to add like a, a little quiet calling in of the angels so people can hear how to do that for themselves. Oh, Vanessa, well, that'd be beautiful. Thank you. All right. So what we have to do is take three deep breaths into our heart. We call in Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, Archangel Raphael, Archangel Uriel. We call in the elemental angels, the diamond dragon angels. We call in the nine orders of the angels. We call in our higher self, our omnipresent, and we ask for blessings. We ask to remember that we are peace, that we are love that we are abundant and we because the blessings already are we are letting go we are appreciating we are grateful we are joyful we are peaceful we are free and we are loving we thank you all that we are Please bless us and give us signs every day. Show us our way for our highest and best. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We take three deep breaths coming back into the room. And you can say any words that you want. You can call in your ancestors. You can call in your commissions, your Navajo guides, your Indian guides, your, your uh, any goddess and god. It's as simple as that. And look how deep it feels. Mm. Ah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I hope to see you soon, Vanessa. Also, thank Bye, you so darling. much. It was such a pleasure. No, me. I feel exactly the same way. Bless your heart. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
If you liked this recording and benefited from it, please, for heaven's sake, share it with your friends. If you loved it and want to hear more, go to theglitchmovie.com forward slash how to connect with angels, where you can listen and subscribe. Thank you so much.